And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Friday, November 12th. Friday, Mark. You know how much I love my Fridays. I love, love, love them. Uh, Mark, you know what? I noticed that we got a little um, info out from the... Uh, New York Federal Reserve. It's always fascinating to me to read some of these statistics. The household debt climbed to over $15 trillion in the third quarter. Now that's going to be seen as a good sign. Um, You know, obviously it's mortgage debt. There is um, a lot in student loans. I got our, our, here are the most recent numbers on student loans, guys. Outstanding student loan debt, $1.58 trillion in the third quarter. So let's call it 1.6. That's federal. There's also, on top of that, private student loans. (sighs) Going to get ready to pay those back. We're going to have to really do like a serious amount of boot camp around that, Mark. We're going to really have to remind people like, okay, clock is ticking again. It's January. You got to pay these student loans down. Got to do it. Anyway, if you've got a financial question, this is the program for you. We would love to help you out. Just go to jillonmoney.com and click the contact button. That will get you to us. Please tell us if you would like to come on the air. Now, that's what Julie did. Julie, you wrote into us and described the situation, and then I did my annoying, we need more information. So can you just recount a little bit what brings you to us? Yes. Good morning. Thank you both, Mark and Thank you so much, Jill. I really appreciate this. Uh, I uh, was living on the East Coast in the Boston area, and I was uh, retired from my university job of 20 years, and I decided to move out where the plants that I collect are, which is in the western part of the United States. So I thought, why should I keep paying airline fees when I could just be out here? I sold my house. I moved across country, and I found a place here in Salt Lake City, Utah, But here I had the money from the house, and I didn't know what to do with it. So it was about 400, it was almost a quarter of a million, a half a million dollars, about 490 something dollars. Wow. Parsed it out, 
did sort of a pie chart and figured out where most of it should go. And a lot of it went, most of it, 94% of it, went into a uh, an account at Fidelity, just a core account, just a money market account. I had to go over to Europe for about eight weeks, so then I thought, it'll just be fine there. Well, the market was doing so well, I thought, oh, why did I just think of something to do with it? <laughs> so I was getting $2 a month uh, of interest. And that's why I wrote to you guys, because I, when I came back from Europe, I thought, I have to figure this out. I did, my, I did some more research. I did find a couple of things out in, in the meantime, while we were crossing emails. And I thank you for your, for your suggestions, because one of them I did take. But I wanted to try to figure out where I should put this money so that it could grow in the market. Are you working anymore? Or are you done? No, I'm, I'm not working right now, but I am going to be working because I, I just love what I do and I'm going to keep doing it. And how old are you now? I just turned 64 on Halloween. All right. Happy birthday, belated. And what is it that, you know, sort of like, how are you living your life? Like how much do you have, you know, besides this pot of money that's set aside, what else is out there? So I have a target date fund with $87,000 on it, which is non-retirement. Um, I have an emergency fund of 53000 I have cash, 46000 And I have a small um, oil well interest payment monthly weird thing of about 400 a month. Retirement I have from a TIA craft. And right now that's about 164000 You know, Social Security, I've checked in with them and at 66 and six months. Or 67, I'll have about 14, 12 a month. Well, how much does it cost for you to live in Utah? So being a Scot, uh, being Scottish, and, and I'm sure you understand this too, I'm pretty thrifty with stuff. My budget has been about $2,500 a month. And you've just been spending from the cash or the target date fund and using the oil um, distributions? I haven't even been spending from the target date fund. I've just been sort of spending with the cash that I have so far. Yeah, the oil. That's great. How much do you think you'll earn when you go back to work? That depends. I really want to work half time. I doubt that I will accrue the same salary that I have in the last 20 years. So I don't really know. To tell you the truth, I don't know. What were you making before you set sail for Salt Lake? About 84000 a year. And how are you getting your health insurance? Oh, that's the greatest thing. My university is paying for my health insurance, and I pay a little bit of it. Uh, and they're covering me till I croak. That's huge. Okay, that's that's really awesome because that to me was going to be like the big problem. And the money that is in TIAA CREF, it's just invested stocks, bonds. Like, how, what what does it look like? It is stocks, bonds. Yes. I mean, you said you got about a half a million dollars, right? And that's sitting there doing nothing. And so we've got to get that money to work. But, you know, if you're willing to work a little bit, I mean, obviously that delay of Social Security will make the plan a lot more secure. You know, I think that your core question is, what do I do with this half million dollars, which is essentially the supplemental retirement income that you have to generate from. Right. That's the corpus, the, 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 the actual amount of money we have. And I'm thinking that the longer we keep that working, the better off you're going to be, right? Let's just say that Julie is willing to work enough, even if it's just like, you know, it's not $84,000 a year, but it's uh, $40,000 a year, right? Even if it's just that, that I, I think will kind of help you delay claiming social security and also help you 
keep some of this half million dollars working longer. Now, presuming you get that exchange-traded fund portfolio going, can you pull the trigger on this yourself, or are you going to need someone to help do it with you? No, I, uh, to answer your question, I already pulled the trigger. Uh, I did go with Mark's suggestion of ETI. It's about 50-50, though, but it's the only ETF is the one that you and Mark recommended. I put some money into a small, uh, the Bridgeway Ultra Small Fund I also put some money into uh, the Vanguard Index Fund, mm-hmm. but that was the U.S. Bond Index Fund and the Vanguard International Growth. It's totally fine. I feel satisfied. I think that my main hope for you is that the half million does not get touched, or maybe whatever you think you're going to touch, because you do have money in this. You know, I feel like you could use the target date fund and the cash to float you through this next few years while you're earning less money and delay social security as long as you possibly can until age 70. Now, if you have to claim it in your 67, so be it. I'm okay with that. But then you're just going to have to start drawing down on this other money sooner. I don't want you to live like a Scotswoman of, you know, 1600. You know, you're going to want to have some fun and do different things. But you just have to be careful. There's only a certain amount of money available to you. And I just don't want to see you deplete that too early in this process. You know, you're sort of in your next phase, the the phase between sort of retire from the main gig and actually claiming Social Security. This is the period that can be dangerous for people who don't realize how devastating it can be to spend too much money early on. So I just want to make sure that we avoid that as a possibility. It sounds like you are going to avoid that mostly because I don't think like constitutionally in your DNA, you would allow yourself to do that. I wouldn't. And I I, I want to mention something else if I can take a moment, because this might help me a little bit as far as income goes. I was married for 33 years. My husband died about seven years ago. And I I can, uh, he made about twice as much as me in the music business. And I I, I think I can. I've been looking around of the survivor's benefits or whatever it is, and I may be able to garner a little bit more for a monthly income. Great. That I'm thinking I can. Yeah, I would I would do that. I would check that out because survivor benefits are sort of an interesting idea here, and you may be able to claim something before your full retirement age and then switch over. I would work with Social Security. They're, they're very good about this, so I think that – Honestly, even if you like called, which is shocking, but it is true. We have had a social security expert on who wants like his major piece of advice is like call because actually it works. I think that that would be a good thing. Anything that's going to increase that cash flow is going to be great for you. I will do so. And I I don't mind waiting on the phone while I'm, you know, looking through a microscope. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else we can do for you today? I'm going to steer clear of spending too much and and, uh, steer right into living long. That sounds great. Thank you so much for joining us. If you are interested in coming up with a portfolio allocation or want to know how to bridge a gap between one phase of your life and another, we'd love to hear from you. Just hop onto the website, jillonmoney.com and click the contact button. It's very easy to do. And if you're on the website, if you would not mind, just sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Mark does it and it comes out every single Friday. So it's a great way to start your weekend early. All right. Thanks again for listening. Please put your hands metaphorically on someone's back or maybe just give someone a hug as long as you're both vaccinated. Grit 
growth grace. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.